Welcome to the Special Delivery Podcast. I am your host, Special, and on this show, I like to do one of two things. Either I'm delivering you new music or I'm sitting down with artists to break down their latest project, and that's what this episode is all about. Ziggy and Traximillion joined me to break down their latest project, It Was a Hot Summer, and of course, we talked about everything you don't know and should know, including the concept of being the movie Do the Right Thing, the samples ranging from Escape to Maxwell, Pretty Ricky, and Return of the Mac. The collaborations ranging from Mr. Fab to E40, Stressmatic, OMBPZ, and Prezi, plus the gap that they took in between making this project and so much more. So let's get into it. What up, though, man? It's Zi Double Ziggy, man. Threes up, G's up, creatively confused. Three gang, man. What up? It's your boy Tracks a Million. Slap Addict, Slap God. Yeah. Ziggy and Tracks a Million in the building. How you guys doing? Good. We good. How you doing? Straight. I'm so excited to talk about It Was a Hot Summer. You guys absolutely killed this from the concept to the samples, everything just being summer based. First off, the concept. How'd you guys come up with the concept to take Do the Right Thing and flip it to the Bay Area? Do the Right Thing is one of my you know favorite movies. And I just kind of like the whole vibe of the movie. And if you watch the movie, the movie kind of pretty much takes place during this hot ass day it's like a heat wave and it's just a bunch of crazy shit that goes on in the city so i was just liking that vibe so i just kind of took that vibe and adapted it to a modern day story we told a story just kind of had a little vibe going and there it was so he came up with the concept and he pitched it to you and you were like what was your response to the concept when he told you um i thought it was dope i mean it didn't we kind of came up with that concept a little bit after we were making some of the songs like we we had like a couple songs in the stash but then like that's how it ended up coming out. But um, I was down with it. Like, everything that I was saying in the songs, like, fit with the story. So it was it was dope. And the first track I'm on, of course, the sample, Return of the Mac. I don't know if it's like this all over the world, but especially for the Bay Area, that's just a classic song. You turn Return of the Mac on anywhere at any time. Yeah, period. Now, now it's a function. What was it like flipping that one? Because I know that you wanted to incorporate summertime samples from across the years for this project how did return of the mac enter really just came out of nowhere like we had the beat we had the song and he had the hook and then just we, i was just playing it and then all of a sudden i was just uh, i was like try that and he was like what are you talking about i, I think I, I pulled it up gave him an example and he tried it and it was it was just it just went so I don't know. It just it just kind of came out of nowhere. And that's when we put the ooh yeahs too. Yeah, and then we added the ooh yeah. The ooh yeahs are so important because everybody wants to say that Trey right. Songs did the ooh yeahs. It's like no, no, no. That's the trend of the map. Yeah. For me, it was just a way of incorporating that, like in a different, you know, just putting it in a different stew. You know what I mean? Incorporating that into a, a different element, still have it feel familiar. And then the next song is so important, Hot Summer, because the concept of the project is about the summertime, it's about the heat wave, and you want to talk about the good times, and you want to talk about having a good time, but at the same time, there's shit that goes down once it gets hot. And I love that you guys actually touched on that, and even the skit beforehand and all of that. What was it like making that song? Of course, the Prezi and OMB Peasy. I think just for the idea... You know what I mean? Just trying to write a dope verse that fit the story and, like, a youngster coming up in that time or whatever, like, and just going through that actual day or whatever, like, how it would be or how much shit's on his brain or 
whatever's going on. So I don't know. I was just trying to speak from that perspective as far as writing the verse, but I think think it was dope. Prezi did the same thing. Like you know, his verse is kind of still like that that dope struggle rap, but still like in his style. You know what I mean? So it's dope. Were you guys all able to be in the studio together? We actually recorded Hot Summer like last year, like maybe like two years ago almost, mm-hmm. and we just kind of had it in the vault. We had Hot Summer and we had No More. And then we also had uh, Off Safety. But we didn't end up using Off Safety. Off Safety is a record we ended up giving to Filthy Rich. And he ended up using. Was it something that you guys just did those tracks together and can kind of return to each other a couple years later? Or what was that gap like? Because I always think that's so interesting when people take tracks from two, three years ago and incorporate it into a project. Really, the, the gap was just us building and kind of finding ourselves. You know what I mean? We recorded the songs and we just kind of let them sit. And, you know, just life was just happening. And we was just working. He was working. I was working. And then we started working together kind of catching our vibe and you know just kind of getting our sound together and you know it just came together and we were like oh what about these old records that we did let's check these out all right we can actually update this you know what i mean add this take this out re-sing the hook redo this and you know everything worked out that leads us to sideline with the pretty ricky sample oh my goodness hello the ladies love that one it's so good what was it like making that one and did you ever think when you heard that pretty ricky song years ago did you ever think you would flip that nah i didn't really think anything about it it was, it was more so like the song came into my I don't know where I was at, and I, and I heard the record. I was like, this kind of got like a little Bay Area bounce to it. And I never really noticed that about the song. So one day I just started messing with it, and I was like, okay, I like it. I ended up just flipping the beat, sent it to him, and he he sat on it. I don't know how long he sat on it. For hella long. Yeah, he, he sat on it for hella long, and then um, he sent a verse back, like maybe, I don't know, maybe a month and a half later. The song is the, the Pretty Ricky record, so, you know what I mean? He did a hook similar to the Pretty Ricky record. Why do you feel like you sat on it so long? It was probably just trying to figure out if I was going to do, like, something similar or something like the exact. I'm real tedious, like, when it comes to that type of shit. Like, I really like to either get it right or, like, don't do it at all. Like, as far as, like, sampling or, like, you know, trying to remake a record or, like, re-sing a record or whatever. But... Yeah, I think that's probably why it took so long, because I wanted to get it right. I wanted to, it to sound cool. I think it came out cool, though. And I love that it incorporated another thing that happens in the summertime as far as, you know, right. the love saga. So there's that aspect of it, too, where it's like, okay, we're having fun in the summertime. There's some wild shit going on, but also there could be a love Yeah, there's some cool shit going on. It's just a bunch of different summer vibes and shit that just happens throughout the day. Exactly. You know, pretty yeah, much yeah. we try to make the project like a day from beginning to end. Everybody got like a different summer experience. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's going through different shit at this time. So it's cool. That leads us to bands with E40 and Stressmatic. Goodness. Just legends on legends on legends. (laughs) What was that one like? It was dope. We had it for a long time. Tracks actually surprised me with that verse right there. Like, we sat on that for a long time too. I didn't really know what I was going to do with it. I wanted to make some hard shit. I just wanted to hear some, some, I needed some, man, we need to make some hard, you know what I mean? So, went in there and made the beat, whatever, whatever, whatever. Send it to Stress. It just felt like him. I was like, bro, I need a hook. He's the hook master. Shout out Stress. He sent the hook back, and I was like, oh, okay, okay. And then Ziggy got on it, and I was like, okay, okay, okay. And I was like, man, let me shoot it to 40. I was like, it's going to be a long shot, but let me, let me, let me see a 40. Let me see what he's talking about. That boy got on that thing, did his thing. Sent it back. I was like, okay. Unk did his thing. Yeah, that, that was a fun record. And then, Ready or Not, the Escape sample. What was yeah, it? That's dope, though. 
But then she 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 know them all though. That's the just Sam But that's part of it because like you said, you wanted to flip summer songs and it's like so these are so familiar to us. You putting your spin on them and like making a lot of them slap is so important. It, yeah. It's incredible. What was that flip like? Kind of same vibe. Like like you just kind of really said it all. You know what I mean? It was, it was a sunny shit <laughs> you know you kind of said it all it was a summer vibe I, it was some shit that, that was that was hot in the summer a record that i thought was super dope and um it gave me that summer feel and i wanted to just flip it just kind of put my own spin on it make it slap put that bay area vibe on it good shit <laughs> <laughs> good shit that leads us to no more which is the other side of the relationship track and i remember you saying you didn't write that for anybody specific because I feel like that's just what happens sometimes. It doesn't have to be a specific experience for you. It's something that we've all experienced. It gets hot and relationships just happen to end and people just don't want to deal with each other anymore right. there's a lot more to see, a lot more to do. What was it like writing that one and how important was it to kind of add that element into where it's like, nope, relationships end in the summertime? Yeah, they do. I was just, uh, you know, I was just talking shit, just trying to uh, throw a little frustration around, I guess. Just put myself in position of a, a person who don't like who don't want to be with somebody no more. That was made a long time ago. Like that was one of the first records. Yeah, that was like one of the first songs we did. So I feel like it's it's different from a lot of the other songs on the album. And then my personal favorite, "Be Like That," with Mr. Fab. He's hilarious and dope at the same time. He's so good. <laughs> but my favorite part of that track is the switch up. So you have his verse, you hit the little interlude, and then it becomes a completely different track. Right. And it becomes so autobiographical for you to really tell your story, to really do what you do best, and just spit, tell people where you're coming from, express yourself, which is so important because you have different storytelling elements throughout the project, but to hear from you, to hear from Ziggy again and hear who he is and where he's coming from was so important to have at the end of this project to kind of tie it together. What was it like writing that and whose idea was the switch up? That was Trax's idea. I didn't like it. Who's they? I didn't like it. I re yeah, I really... Uh, at the end? You talking about at the very, very end? Yeah. Because the whole story about that song, like, that was on a whole nother beat. Mm. Like... Yeah, yeah. So, like, I made the song and um, sent it to tracks. I forget if he liked it or he didn't or whatever, but... I didn't like the beat. Yeah, he didn't like the beat. So, like, he had got a... Um, shout out to... Uh, Donnie, he had like flipped the whole beat and got him on the chorus and it just sounded like a whole new song you know what I'm saying so I kind of thought we were just going to put it on the album Hidden Record Okay. but that's dope that you listen to it all the way through you a have lot of, to a lot of people don't listen to it all the way through so if you really just listen to the end of be like that mm -hmm. and you skip it you're not gonna hear that people are trash yeah. why but if you let that's why there's like some people do that though <gasps> there's like a 10 second i don't know maybe it might be I, don't know, I might be exaggerating but it's like a gap after that last interlude on the album just to see how long people are going to sit there and listen to blankness and if you listen long enough you'll get to hear the other song but if you skip it you won't hear it and if you skip it you're trash because yeah. and i ain't even supposed to tell y'all that because it's supposed to be hidden record but it's out that's how, you, that's how you find it. So does the hidden track have a different name, or is it just a different addition to be like that? Or nah, it don't. It don't really got a name. At first, it was just an idea on the different beat, mm -hmm. like before, and then he just flipped it, like put a whole different like sound and different like it was like a chorus on there. Like now, do you know that sample? No, I can tell that it's a sample, but it's a little faint, and I'm like. <gasps> What is that? Do you want to tell us or do you want to keep it a secret? Okay. Yeah, what is that sample? <laughs> it's Maxwell Fortunate. Mm. To have you care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take that shit. I love it. So that track is 
super now there's even more layers to it like to have it be an on-purpose hidden track to have it be autobiographical i think just says so much and to kind of test the listener because we have a lot of conversations on the show about real surface level listeners people who just kind of run through it and it's whatever yeah, but then yeah. there's there's other people you gotta listen there's really things in there there's, there's things in there there's hidden gems and jewels and all kind of little secrets yeah. there's things in there it's interesting things for you people, to keep going back and listening to or they be going like they'll look at it on the track list and just go to the song with like E40 on there, like go to the song with like Mr. Fab on there immediately. But if you listen to it, it's like really a whole story. Like it's a it's a lot. There's interludes, there's stuff to, you know, you could really hear the whole story and the songs make more sense. You know what I mean to you if you if you listen to it like that, just from the top to the bottom. And that's what I love. You can tell the attention to detail, like I said, as far as the concept, the samples, the cover art, the interludes, like everything is so strategic and so well put together. Like you guys did an incredible job on this project. Anything else you want to tell the people about It Was a Hot Summer? Yeah, no, just listen to it. Yeah, it you know what I mean? It's, it's uh, my man, Young Z. He, you know what I mean? He's uh, one of the new young gunners and the young shooters out of San Jose. Um, it's some new music for me. Uh, I haven't put out a project in a while, so it's kind of like my first resurgence back into the game. Yeah, man, it, it's, a, it's a fun project. It's a good listen, and um, check it out. I just want to say uh, shout-out to everybody supporting it. I mean, been loving the response. Appreciate everybody rocking with it. I'm, I'm super proud of it. You know what I mean? I think it's probably one of my bigger projects to date. So, yeah, if you ain't listened to it, man, it was a hot summer. Zig and Tracks a million. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate you. And thank you so much for checking out this episode. If you enjoyed it, make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever you're listening on. And then reach out to me. Let me know your favorite part. Say hi. Anything of that nature. I'm on Twitter at Special Says and on Instagram. It's at Special Says as well. As always, this episode is dedicated to Marlon. Do what you can to stop senseless acts of gun violence.